Vince Lombardi once said, Perfection is not attainable, but if we chase perfection, we can catch excellence. We agree. This is Excellence in Mind. No matter what walk of life you're from, where you work or what you do, your social status, excellence excellence is in people everywhere, and we interview them all. This is Excellence in Mind. And now your host, Victor Castillo. Welcome to Excellence in Mind, Episode 2, a podcast where you will find that excellence is a process, not an accident. I would like to present you my guest for today. He's a creative at heart, putting his soul as a photographer and videographer. He is from Puerto Rico. He holds a position as a video lead at Heart Revolution Church. Please welcome Aldris Vasquez. Uh, thank you, Vic. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. It's been awesome seeing your work and how we can relate in working for a higher purpose in multimedia. But tell me, what does excellence mean to you? Oh, man. <clears throat> excellence for me, I think uh, it's taking some time to like really figure out what that means to me. And um, for a moment, I used to think excellence meant perfection, right? But um, in my process and developing and growing, I actually learned that excellence is like what your level of best is. Like as long as you're giving your absolute best at whatever stage you may be in what you're doing, that's, that's achieving excellence. Like kind of how your opening says there, like if we chase the perfection, we'll hit excellence. Excellence isn't isn't perfection. Excellence is you performing at the best level that you can, that you're capable of. And that's what that means for me. Have you ever reached the end of what you have learned in life? And some things in my life, I probably like reached that. I thought I learned it all, but I really, I really had an eye opening, like and a heart opening, mind opening to always staying in a state of like being a student. Because there's always something that I could learn, especially when it comes to videography and photography. There's just so many things that you could do creatively and um, to tell a story, to capture a moment. Like, there's no way I feel like I could ever reach that point of saying I've learned everything that I possibly could, at least when it comes to me doing my photography and videography. There's just, I don't see how that's possible. And I think keeping myself in the mindset of like a student keeps me open for learning more, learning new tricks, learning different ways I could achieve a capture or create a video or a short story. Like there's just not, I think a way for me to ever finish that, that journey and learning with, with, with photo and video. If you look back, do you recall a situation that made sense to go beyond besides just doing the bare minimum? Yeah, I, I'm thinking of a time when, like, one of the first videos I uh, ever put together, it was, it was a mess. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, uh, 
I didn't capture everything I needed to capture. Like I didn't take the time to sit down and kind of storyboard what it was I was going to do. And um, I really paid the price on that for not taking that time to to plan that out properly because my final product wasn't wasn't something I was exactly proud of. And I seen so many ways where I could have done better had I, you know, I don't want to say half, you know, stepped it. But I could have, I could have definitely taken it a bit further to to create a better, a better product, a better, you know, piece of art. And so now, when I go into these different jobs, photo shoots, or putting a video together, um, if I'm in the moment and something is stirring inside of me to say, you know, what if, what if we go ahead and take the extra shot at this angle? Or what if we went ahead and, and switched up the lens to give, you know, a different feel or, or catch it at a different focal point? And um, because of taking that extra initiative on the post side when it comes to editing and finishing up the photos or the videos, it's it's done like a world of a difference for me. Like it's taken really like amateur stuff to, to like professional level, like and being able to push myself and then you know, being proud of the of the piece that I created and and wanting to use that, it becomes fuel. Matter of fact, like encourages me to to push harder on the next one. How, how could I step further than what I did this last project and, and make even a better a better piece of artwork? Do you regret doing more than what you've been told in the name of excellence? I don't ever regret and giving the best that I can for sure. Like ever, like if anything, if I ever did something where I didn't give my, my full effort or go a bit above and beyond what, what I'm capable of or what's expected of me, I I would sit in my bed at night saying, I know I could have done this. And then that becomes my regret. Like what I could have done. When I know that I've going, I went out, I put everything on the line, I put it all out there and I, and I gave it 100, 110% of my effort, I feel peace. Like I feel so much peace. And and if anything, I think it, it boosts my confidence in going into future projects and, and, and just kind of like learning myself and seeing what my capabilities are and watching how my capabilities are able to grow in that and keeping that type of mindset and behavior. In what way do you believe that your ideas and actions impact the people around you? Um, I've had uh, example I'm thinking of right now because I'll I'll do wedding photography and videography sometimes, and um, those are big moments in people's lives. And um, you know, when I was first starting out doing those types of gigs, like that's all it was for me. It was a gig, like oh, I gotta go do this wedding, but. And the more that I did them and, you know, got familiar and spoke with the family members, I had this one mother of the wife, the lady who was getting married. She came up to me after the wedding was done and everyone was just like sitting down, eating their meal. She came up to me and said, you will forever be a part of this family because of what you captured here and the memories that we are going to be able to relive because of, you know, you using and sharing this gift and skill with us, like we, we will forever be thankful to you. Like, and that to me, like spoke volumes, like, cause realistically, like we can't, we're not immortal. Like we won't live forever and whatnot, but 
with what we do and our creativity and how we capture these moments, like they live forever. Like these are moments that people get to hold on to forever. Like their children will see it. Their children's children may see it. You know, extra cousins, second cousins, third cousins, aunts, uncles, grandparents, great grandparents. They're all seeing this. So just like in a family sense and how we capture moments in families, moments in their life, like it's a huge impact. And for us, like we may just be creative and enjoying what we're doing. Like we're working with our cameras and it's, it's a moment, it's exciting, it's our project, but like it's a life milestone that we caught sometimes. It's a, it's a big moment. Like the, this family is holding on to it forever. And if we're doing promos for, for, a company like creating a commercial or shooting for a clothing brand and you know capturing what that brand is about like it's impactful because they know that they what they are trying to push like this idea they have on their head is is able to be created by someone else's talent and ability to where then now it gets pushed out through a marketing channel or whatever and it's reaching hundreds to thousands of people who see this and their emotions are tapped into and they're going out and purchasing these items they're going out and supporting these other brands they're going out and and wanting to be a part of those communities so the impact like and how i've seen it affect people is is tremendous and it's been humbling for me to see like my work have that type of impact on people like the, the amount of love i put into it is like it's received and it gets reciprocated in how people you know react to it and, and to me it's so encouraging to see that thing and it's something also to respect that you know what i produce is will take an impact it may have an impact on someone else's life and some of that becomes the drive for why i'm doing it i'm thinking about those people i may impact with it like what's the message i want them to receive in this so do you think age race or social status is a determining factor uh for what you do in your job with with excellence Yes, to some degree on some things. Um, an example or what I'm thinking of in that is um, for my video content that I've produced. There's some, I like to do like if I have a beat where, you know, maybe the snare is hitting like it's hitting quick and I could do like five, six, seven different scenes like flipping real fast to that beat. I noticed that the younger group that receives that video, they're all for it. They're like, oh, that's cool. That's great. Like, all those shots, like, they're, I don't hear any complaints. Like, it's cool. They felt the energy. They, they, they vibed with it. But I noticed, like, after a certain age point with those faster transitions and the images, you know, switching, it isn't received as well. I, I've gotten a lot of feedback where, like, hey, could you slow that down? Could you, you know, maybe make that a little bit longer? I'd like to see that scene sit there a little bit longer. And I don't know if... It's because of, you know, just the, the, the difference in our generations right now where we have a huge uh, group of generation that they're pretty much born with an iPhone in their hand or, you know, iPad versus this generation that still is here. They, they literally witnessed when the Internet was created. So I don't know if somewhere in that how technology being available at the different times of their lives has made them receive how content is being pushed across the internet so in my video productions i am mindful of that for age groups when it comes to like quick transitions moving too fast and making sure that the scenery i'm trying to display is you know it hangs around a little bit longer so that way 
you know, the older group could catch it too, and the younger group when it comes to age. I haven't necessarily had to deal with, um, like, considering, like, for other races or beliefs, systems like that. Of course, with the church I work with, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go and produce a video that has, you know, Muslim images or uh, images from another faith because that just wouldn't fit in the community. So that would probably be an example to be mindful of when, when performing in excellence and trying to make sure that I'm hitting the audience, right? And um, I think it's in that when you're thinking of your audience that you'll you'll be mindful of all those different things that could play into it, you know, because you want to connect. It's about the connection and how you establish that piece that you created, this thing that was sitting in your mind. How did it connect with your audience? And and just in my experience so far, mostly it's been about age and, you know, just the environment I'm going to be posting it in, like a church environment. What's the faith and how they believe? Do you feel supported by your loved ones or the people close to you and yeah that's that's like one of the the hidden secrets like that's one of the things that keep that battery in my pack like charged like the amount of love and support i get from not only just my loved ones like my community the feedback i get from or the feedback that i get to see because not all the feedback comes directly to me some of this stuff is content that gets posted you know through other people's pages and platforms and stuff but seeing the feedback from there like it's so uplifting like it's so like refreshing to be like oh cool like they get they get it they see the image i was going for they see the story they they're connecting with it like and my family like they've seen me from they see me from the nothing they see me from the guy who started this as a hobby and all i did was point my camera and click the button i didn't know shutter i didn't know iso i didn't know my apertures all this stuff i didn't know how to compose a photo none of that they watched me grow and hearing them speak to me on the growth that they witnessed in me to be like, man, like you look like an amateur and now I can't, I don't even recognize you. Like you could tell me that that was like some big producer who made that thing there. Like that's professional quality. And so the consistency and their love and support has been there since day one. And it's, and it's there, it's present, it's very present and they're still there. The love is, is absolutely everything. And that, that helps me so much in what I do. With the wisdom that you have collected over your life, what can you advise the younger you? Something I would recommend to the younger me is uh, embrace failure. Like, look for it. Fail, 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 fail. Like, experiment as much as you can. And even with the failures, like, because it's it's in the failures, you're going to learn what you like, you're gonna learn like how to do it right. Is is gonna you're gonna learn like what direction you should be pushing yourself and and figuring out all these things. Especially I didn't go to school. Younger me didn't like school. Older me still doesn't like school. But I would tell the younger my like my younger self experiment. Like fail. Don't be afraid to fail. Like failure is inevitable. Without failing, you won't have growth. Success isn't where you learn everything. Success you get to enjoy. You hit the mark but you don't learn much. It's when you fail is going was where you experience the growth. It's where you can refine yourself. It's where you can master your craft and, and, and truly grow and also be open to collaborate. There was the younger me like to be, had like a bit of a bigger ego and you know, this lone wolf mentality and I'll do it myself. I'll figure it out alone. Like I got this, but 
as I've gotten older, collaboration is like is like one of the keys for me. Like, I don't care if my main photography or my main work deals with like clothing brands. I will gladly go collaborate with someone who loves to do coffee. Like, I will gladly collaborate with someone who wants to do real estate, like landscape photography, nighttime photography. Because in those different realms I don't normally operate in, I'm going to learn how they do it. I'm going to learn how they do their setup. And these little bits that I can learn from them, I'm going to incorporate it in my style. I'm going to incorporate it in my shoots. And then I'll start to develop something new and, and something that's a little bit different than what everybody's doing. I'm not just conforming to, you know, a single style. I'm, I'm truly like building out and making myself diverse to have this unique style that truly fits like me and it can express myself and how I'm viewing the world and what I'm trying to put together. And um, with these two things right here, that's, I would push that the most to, to my younger self and, and strongly encourage it. Do you have any tips for the audience? Um, absolutely, some tips. Um, there's going to be things that you're not, I guess, the proudest of or the most happiest or the most pleased with. But we have to finish our jobs. Like, projects have to get finished. Like, at some point, like, we could tweak all we want in trying to achieve what we think would be perfection. But sometimes we're just, we're not at a level where we're capable to, to create some of the things that we see. And that's okay. Um, but, but have a hard like ending, like a hard finish, like finish the projects we start and take your lessons from it. Like know that you gave it your best that you could take the lessons from that, that you wish that you could have done better and take that with you into your next project and apply that the best that you can every time. And every time that you do that with the next project and projects after that, you're going to see your growth. And I think it's in that, for me, following that process is how I continue to like perform in excellence or create excellence or work in excellence is that, is constantly applying my best, understanding that I'm on keep, I'm not, I don't, I'm not there yet to, to produce some of the things I like to produce, but every step I'm taking forward in each project, giving my best, I'm slowly getting to these different things I would like to create one day. And I'm, I'm challenging myself is, is the biggest tip I, I, I think I would give is challenge yourself and, and be your biggest competition in, in this realm and being creative and operating in excellence. I would like to know, how can people find you online, you know, in your social sites and stuff? Yeah, you could give me a follow on my personal Instagram, EJ underscore Vasquez, V-A-Z-Q-U-E-Z, or on my professional page, premium.views. Thank you for listening. Stay blessed. You've been listening to Excellence in Mind with Victor Castillo. It's our passion to show excellence from people in all walks of life, no matter where they're from or what they do. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review, and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, find us on Facebook at Excellence in Mind, on Twitter at Excellent Minds, and on Instagram at Excellent in Mind. Till next time, remember, excellence is a continuous process, not an accident. <laughs>